Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Players hotline. Yeah, man. Um, I was calling because I need some tips on how to be a player. Okay. Check this out. <clears throat> First of all, I'm going to show you some tips on how to be a player. You got to be suavonaire. You got to get yeah, you some man. rings. You got to get you an afro pick. You wait, got that. Wait, wait, What kind of ring do I have to get? Because I have a cock ring. Is that going to work? Oh. What? Uh, what kind of ring? A cock ring. You never heard of that? No. What kind of ring is that? Okay. It goes around your Oh, my God. Why did he say that? He could have said a cockpit, a cock loose trainer, or something. Hey man, you hung up on me before you could uh, tell me how to be a player. Oh, my fault, my fault. It seems like... I think it's because I used uh, the C word for, for the PP. you know what I mean? No, uh, okay, I understand what you mean. Um, if you don't want me to, I I'll try to clean up my language if you want. Please! Okay. Clean up your language, don't you know we got trolls watching this channel? Okay, it's... It the, that ring that I was telling you about? Yes! Goes around your penis and your... You know! Oh! What's up, guys? Tim Zabriskie here, back at it again with the brand new vid. Oh, that video I saw, I don't know, it was some random thing that I saw online. I thought it was pretty hilarious, if you ask me. Um, we had a great show for you here today. Uh, it's Sunday the 10th. Uh, first, I want to say um, to anybody in Florida right now, I'm praying for you. Hang in there. If you're like uh, Rose's uncle, you're out there cooking steaks. It's like the wind's going by. Uh, Joe, Alina, be good out there. Uh, we, as I said, we got a great show. LA is on the line. We're going to grab her in a second. And then later, we got Rebecca K from Rose Colored Love. We're going to go over this whole theory that I had the other day about, um, about how job hunting and dating are the exact same thing. We're going to go over that with you. Uh, LA, how's it going? Good, how are you? Doing great. How about how about football today? First day? First Sunday of the first Sunday of the season. Excited. I'm sorry about your Jets. We had uh you know, we had to do some business with you guys. Listen, it's rebuilding this year. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> <Huge> rebuilding. <laughs> uh, We're awful. I mean, no quarterback, so no offense. They got oh. rid of everybody. <laughs> it's all right. The Bills have been rebuilding for like 40 years. So let, <laughs> let, us, let us get this one. 
all good. You can have you can have it. All right. I know I know this season's a wash. <laughs> it's all right. So uh, what else is going on? What do you, what do you got going on in sports? Um. Well, NFL kicked off on Thursday with the Chiefs versus the Patriots, and everybody was going into this season thinking the Patriots were could make a run at sixteen and zero again. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs upset them, winning forty-two to twenty-seven. So um, it was a good game. Happy the Patriots lost. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it, the, <laughs> if you live in New York, you're always happy that the Patriots lose. Yeah, but the Chiefs looked good. I mean, everybody discounted them so much, but they've been a consistent team the past few years. So they made a statement on Thursday Night Football, and they beat the Patriots at um, at their house, so yeah, good game. Um, switching over to college football yesterday, Ohio State got upset by Oklahoma. They were both ranked in the top five, but it was a playoff kind of preview, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma ended up beating them 31-16, so wow. no, other up- yeah, no other upsets yesterday in college football. But now it's on new NFL today. Some good games going on. That's awesome. That's a, yeah. that sounds really good. So, so what what games have already finished for today? It was uh, or all the games. I, mean, I don't. I don't know. I know. Um, I know that. Well, I mean, I only watched the I Bills mean, game. That was about it. Yeah, there is. It's usually like a few games at one o'clock, few games at four o'clock. Then you have the eight thirty, like the Sunday night game. Okay. And then usually the first Monday of the season, it's a doubleheader. So there's two games on Monday night. There's usually only one. Gotcha. So who's um, uh, who's playing tonight at 8.30? I believe it is the Cowboys-Giants, so rival game tonight. Ezekiel Elliott should be, they said, is supposed to be playing. He was kind of fighting a six-game suspension, so that's kind of ongoing. What was he suspended for? It's supposed to go back to an incident last summer for, I believe, domestic abuse, but there's no evidence. But he had some really bad other off-the-field antics that I think the NFL was looking at. Mm -hmm. So they kind of just laid down the hammer on him to make, like, another example since he was a rookie last year. Okay. So he needs to clean up his act off the field. That's what a lot of people say. But... So the way that I look at it, right? If um, if if at my job, right? Because there's there's a yeah. job thing that that's uh, that's that I have, you know, for later on. But um, yeah, if at my job, I I'm a saint and I'm a really good person. But then when I'm not on my job and and you know I you know I I'm getting twisted and this and that how come how come in for these guys professions one really can affect the other if you were to look at it in the same sort of element i i don't there the nfl has like certain like rules and guidelines you need to follow like smoking like smoking marijuana is a banned substance or Mm -hmm. doing steroids that's banned so you have to make sure like you're clean so i think it's more about like the image, like what you post on social media and things like that. People don't think of the repercussions, um, but you're like representing a brand and you're you're representing like an organization if you're playing fo- 
or a football team. So you have to like uphold a certain image. Yeah, I'm, like you, you, you can be a role model for like kids. They look up to you, and like you're you you're not even you're not you're not good like you're not a good role model to these kids. So it's it's I don't know I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Right, but consider. with that being said, though, he can get penalized for stuff that he does outside of the job. Yeah, yeah. So they do like they have one like domestic violence. Like if they get a DUI, they get they, some of them might get like uh, spoken to at the NFL office. Um, like steroids, other like drugs they hear about. You would like, for example, running back of the Steelers, Le'Veon Bell has tested positive i think twice in the last couple of seasons for smoking marijuana wow and he got he got suspended maybe like two games i think three games and then he had to get tested every so often to make sure like he kept up with it okay okay yeah so things like that but i feel like with domestic violence and some of those like with claims and things like that with like ray rice in the past like there was a videotape of him physically hitting his fiance at the time in a hotel elevator. Oh, I saw so, like, that. Yeah. So I don't think he just hit her. Didn't he, right didn't, didn't he like, you know, he take oh, a little liberties with her? And... He knocked her out. Like she was unconscious. Uh, and like literally the video shows him like dragging her out of the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that video. I, yeah. Nice so, hotel though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it was a nice <laughs> city, you know? Yeah, yeah. So so nice down there. Um, but <laughs> but I think it's just things like that. It's like build up like certain evidence, and um, it, I don't know. I feel like that's the kind of tricky hand of when they lay down because he got suspended the whole year. Adrian Peterson got suspended a whole year for physically abusing his child. Wow. So I I don't know. It's just kind of like sometimes it's a gray area with like especially with Zeke Elliott. There's no evidence. So it's like, what are they basing some things off of? But he had like a bar incident in Dallas. I know he like lifted up a girl's shirt at like a party or something on camera. He's like going up a girl's shirt, uh, things like that. So I think that's what they were kind of, I think, looking at as well. Yeah, those are the things that are typically frowned upon when you're beating up your kid. Yeah, yeah. You're, if you're basically if you're beating up anybody else, they uh, they don't really seem to like that, right? Yeah. So if you do yeah. anything illegal now. The guy that you were originally talking about, what was his name again? Ezekiel Elliott. He's a running back. Okay. The Cowboys. And what was he doing? Was he smoking pot? Was like what was it that he was really that you were like they were kind of like oh he really needs to clean up his image. Well, he put his hand up a girl's shirt or like put, put, put pulled up her shirt to like show off her boobs. I guess at like St. Patty's Day party. Ooh. He, I think, he had an altercation at a bar in Dallas. And then he's the one who there's like there was a claim out there is like ex girlfriend accused him of um, domestic abuse. Oh, uh, of course, you know they they become an ex, and then you, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I mean, he could be he could be facing like he's trying she's trying to extort him. Like you don't know, Absolutely. you don't know the full story right now. Exactly, and then it's like uh, yeah. it's like uh, the girl from St. Patrick's Day. Like, uh, was this a girl that was? Was he with the other girl at the time? No, he just was, like, partying, and, like, the girl, they're, like, like I think the video showed her, like, kind of cheering or whatever, and he literally just randomly lifted up her shirt. 
Oh, and she didn't like that? <laughs> I, I guess I got caught on video, and then people were, like, talking about it. So we're, this is in the age of camera phones and social media. Exactly. You can, you can record so anything. You, yeah, so you're 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 pretty much done if they start they if, if things get out there on the internet. Exactly. Awesome. Is there anything else yeah. you got going on besides? Uh... No, the big <laughs> thing's football this week. Absolutely, football football's yeah. going good. I, be, I beat uh yeah. we beat your team, so that's that's all that really matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. It <laughs> was a good week for us, Bills. Uh, don't worry. So one, I saw one of my friends posted that you know we're number one in in on the East or whatever. You you pretty much are. They the Patriots are in last place. Jets are in last place. Yeah. So uh, now so now it's like Miami. Miami hasn't played yet either. So you guys are number one in the East right now. Oh yeah. You know, well, let's just wait a week and then you know we'll go back to the, yeah. the way the things normally are. I feel like that's the way that the Bills play though. The Bills are. Listen, you, know, you, you guys have a new coach. You have a decent quarterback. You, you could yeah. do decent. You could do pretty good. What year. What did we say last year? We got a new coach. <laughs> no, you guys had Rex Ryan last year for like causing like two. Seasons. How long was? Oh, he was there for two seasons, but I still. Yeah, and he just doesn't shut up his mouth, and you know. Yeah, and then he hired his brother. Yeah, all that stuff. It was a mess. Yeah, it, it was a mess, and you know we got rid of him. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm gonna pull up the website for you here. That way we can. Um, you can tell us a little bit more about sports and champs. Tell us what it's so about. Sports, um, so sports and champs is just a way for you to learn about sports. Um, try to make it as easy as possible. Very simple explanation so you can be a part of the sports conversation. Awesome. Sounds really cool. Yeah. Taking a look at, at Jerry Rice over here, Evan Smith. Yeah. I talked about a few um, popular like players. Some people to know now for, um, for example, football. So like some of those are like live-in live legends, are retired, and now you have some of the up-and-coming players on the top that you should be aware of. Sounds cool. Awesome. All right, LA. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. And we will talk to you uh, next week. How about that? Yes. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. We'll be right okay. back after a word from our sponsor. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. So, that word was from Colin Elbow. Check out ColinElbowBrand.com. They got really sweet shirts. Uh, if you check it out last week's show, you would see my review on the shirt. Super comfy, super stylish. If you use promo code collar and elbow or promo code Tim Z Show at collarandelbowbrand.com, you'll get 10% off of every single item that you buy. It's pretty fantastic. All right. So, um, what we're going to do now, I'm going to do a little Google Hangout and get Rebecca K on the phone from rosecolorlove.com. We'll get her up, we'll get her running. Oh, I think. All right, I see you. Hold on. I don't know why. Give me one second. Uh -huh. 
All right, we got you. Yay. Re- Rebecca K, everybody. We did it. <laughs> We're doing it. We're doing it. So you're in the park right now in San Francisco, and that's what it looks like. Yeah, I'm in uh, Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. I got uh, kind of trapped here because the traffic is so crazy. Oh, my gosh. So it's about 4.15 out there, How and you have to drive everywhere, so I, I can only imagine how nuts it is right now, right? Yeah, on a Sunday, everyone's out and about, tons of people at the park, except we kind of cleaned out this area. It's pretty empty <laughs> right now. <laughs> that sounds good. So you got the park to yourself. It's fantastic. All right, so I want to go into this whole concept that, that I'm talking about here. It's um, basically I was thinking about the other day where, where when you're looking for a job, yeah, it's very similar uh-huh. to um, to how you go through the interview process, right? You 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 dress up really nice and things like that. I took a bunch of notes and I'm gonna go through my notes and you just jump in whenever you want. All right? Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. So the first thing that I thought of is back in the day. When I was in high school, right? When I um, when I was really young, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I saw, you know, a commercial for like Taco Bell because that was definitely my first job. <laughs> and and yeah. I, and I looked up. Mine was McDonald's. Oh, see, there you go. Um, you were <laughs> over at McDonald's, and I just remember that you know I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I. I knew that I didn't want to do that job for a long time. So for me, it was like, you know, kind of like the first girl that I was dating where where I definitely, you know, I knew I didn't want to really be with her for a long time. I, you know, I uh-huh. just wanted to do a little getting some stuff in my hand, like money and, you know, and whatever. Use your mind however the, however the way you want to use it. But, um, you know, and even at the time, it was like, you know, I kind of was in the mood to, like, kind of date a couple girls. So, uh, you know, I had, just like the same thing with my job. Like, I had a couple jobs at the same time. I, I feel like there's a lot of similarities in what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, when you're first starting to date people when you're younger, there's there's no sense typically of commitment. I mean, a lot of times I find right now at the age that I'm at, you see resistance in dating because if I start to date you and you're in your late twenties, that might mean marriage is the next step. So there's this pressure of, is she the right one? But when you're in high school and 16 and you're starting your first job, there's so much more freedom in dating someone. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you have a couple jobs, you're just, you're just happy to be making some money, you know, it's kind of just like dating where, you know, you're happy to probably get some, you know, <laughs> things like yeah. that. I mean, we're just, we're just going <laughs> to throw it all out there right now. Um, so then, you know, eventually you end up going to college. You end up figuring out what it is you really want to do. Um, you know, you so essentially it's like you start learning more about the girl that you really want to be with. You know what I mean? Like you really figure out what uh-huh. qualities of the girl it is that you're really looking for. And then, you know... Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, maybe you go into an internship. You start hanging out with girls that are very similar to what, you know, you really want to be with and stuff like that. And then, and then you know, maybe even at the time, yeah. maybe even at the time you have a random job. You're, it's like you're dating a random girl at the same time or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just to get you by because everybody's got needs. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could see like those college days when you apply it to work 
is very uh, experimental. Like college in itself is defined as like a time of experimenting and all of that. So oh, I could yeah. see where that connects. And oh yeah, like I look back at my co- <laughs> my college experience. I actually ended up dating someone for almost all of college and getting engaged. But I had people around me. Like I was an extreme, <laughs> but I was still figuring things out and. Yeah, I think things start to get to a different level of seriousness, and uh-huh. uh, there's a higher percentage of maybe finding, quote-unquote, the one. Uh, but, it, yeah, it's definitely a different level. And I think, yeah, like you said, maybe you're experimenting and um, getting to know all sorts of different people because usually you go away to college and you're in a different atmosphere than you've been uh, the majority of your life uh, you know, some people come from more of a small town or kind of shelter, and then they're going to college, and it's like so much freedom. So you get to really do you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, you start to figure it out what you're getting into. And I totally forgot that you were enga- that you were engaged during college until, until you I just was. mentioned that. Yeah, that totally just refreshed my memory. I was like, oh yeah, no way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Um, could you imagine that different life that you would have led at that moment? Yeah. Well, it all comes down to decisions. I mean, I, you, I could have been married and moved forward with that, but college was coming to an end, and I had to start to make adult decisions, and I saw my life going in a different path. And it actually, funny enough, had a lot to do with my career at that time and not feeling like I could in that relationship pursue the things I really wanted to. I felt like I had to um, maybe sacrifice a lot of choices and um, to move forward in my career. Mm -hmm. So this has been a topic that's been really heavy on my mind lately because I had a conversation with a girlfriend and we were talking about uh, successful people and sometimes the most successful people find themselves single because they put their career in front of uh, dating someone and you know, talking to people that can really balance it out and find the right uh, collaboration of relationship and career. Because I think once you have stability of you feel good in your job, you feel like you can support yourself and, you know, a partner, there's a different level. You're ready to commit right. <laughs> and settle down. So. Definitely. And, you know, you touched on something that I wanted to use as a transition to um, – to the next part of this too which is really great when do you talk about how you know towards the end of college and towards that transition of what we're looking for and what we're trying to get out of and stuff when it, for me it's like there's different scenarios that end up happening out of college puffin you better knock it off <laughs> that's the other dog that's with me oh is it oh, okay are you dog sitting right now uh no i i have a friend and a dog with me that's chase and connie Shout out to them. Oh, Chase and Connie. <laughs> so um, the next part of this that I was trying to get into is what you do when you get out of college. So either, you know, you have a dream job lined up. You know, that that girl that you were working on during college, she turns into the, somebody that you're probably going to marry, right? Or even that, mm-hmm. you know, your parents have hooked you up with something. <laughs> you know what I mean? They hooked you up with either a job. They hooked you up with, with yeah. a dream girl that was like a neighbor or something like that. Or... Um, 
if you're like me, you're just unlucky altogether, and you got to do what everybody does. You put your resume out there, and with the resume, you mm-hmm. start getting on, going on all these different interviews and stuff like that. So with the yeah. interviews, I consider the interview to be exactly like the first date, where you totally dress to impress, you totally, uh-huh. you know, you totally had to hype yourself up because you're selling yourself at this point. I'm a salesperson, you're a salesperson. You know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. Yeah. Sometimes you're telling the truth maybe sometimes they throw in a little lies in there you know but whatever you got to do because at the end of the day you're really trying to impress this person and on the other end of the spectrum especially in your position being you know a huge boss at a couple of huge companies and stuff like that you definitely have to do a lot of hiring and firing so during the interview process tell us more like especially with dating too when you go on these dates with these guys where you're trying to figure out if you're going to be compatible if they're going to work out and if you think that there's going to be a serious relationship Mm -hmm. there Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's see if I can organize my thoughts on this one. Well, I'll start by saying this is actually a big reason I stopped doing any form. I've been single maybe five or so years. Right. Uh, but <laughs> I stopped doing online dating. And if I do sign up for it, for me, I only last maybe about a week because <laughs> it not even because it feels like a job. Like, I feel like I have to message these people and build a conversation. And then I go on this date and usually I'm super positive, but I'm going to be straight, transparent and real with you. If I go on a date and it's like a flop in person, I'm like, I can't get that time back. (laughs) 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 So it can feel, it just, it can feel defeating. And what's crazy is I actually know some people that have found the love of their life and gotten married in um you know maybe the dating life online for me I definitely agree and see where you're coming from like a date can be stressful and there's so many emotions because you have to be really vulnerable you're about to like put yourself out there and I think as we get older and what you kind of reference like the dates we've had prior or the relationships we had prior it's kind of like education and work experience like you're absorbing all of this knowledge and experience to contribute towards the next person and then ultimately finding the right one like you know what you want in a person and you know what you don't and so when you start to see those things like if I'm on a date with someone I'll plug in certain things to the conversation that are important to me like going to church on Sundays is important to me. So I might plug spirituality into my conversation. And if that doesn't send up like interest in them or they don't really contribute towards that conversation, I might say, you know, this might not be right because I don't know if my values and the things that are important to me align with this person. And I think it's the same in a job. You know, recently I just found a new job. And I let that job find me, which is another topic I'll chat with you about in a second. But Definitely. Um, I, I had to make sure that this job that I took, if I wanted it to be a career, so let's compare it to like a long-term relationship, I needed it to share the same values that were important to me. So it has, you know, a base of integrity, um, good communication. Those were things I was looking for in a job and the same things I look for in a relationship. So, uh, I definitely see where you're coming from. And just to plug in my other thought, so recently when I was looking for a new job, um, I actually wasn't looking at all. I felt very drawn to let the job find me. And mm-hmm. I actually now kind of feel that way about a relationship too. I've like 
told myself, stop putting in applications for relationships. Like my resume is out there and my resume is me, you know, just being me and waiting for the right person to see my resume and say, hey, (laughs) she has all the qualifications I'm looking for. Uh, So it's weird, but that's kind of been my mentality towards it currently. Yeah, definitely, and I and I get I I, I can I can relate because for me, um, you know, I didn't, I totally before I met Ruru, I totally gave <laughs> up on the on dating and everything. I totally was just like, you know what? I was in the same boat. I had all the apps. I had you know I had like a the profile on on matches dot com and and all of them. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? Like I'm done forget it and you know i just yeah like the way that we met it was so great knowing that we actually met somebody through a mutual friend somebody you know somebody that has known mm-hmm. me forever has has known her forever and then <laughs> i don't even think that this person even thought that the two of us were gonna end up you know getting intimate in the same yeah. the same way and stuff like that another thing that you touched on that i really thought about was like you know the previous experiences and it really shapes for what you're looking for and stuff like that and for me, mm-hmm. I definitely relate to that where it comes to, like, it, for for me, as as I was going through my job search and stuff like that, I'm not allowed to talk about any of that yet. Ruru, Ruru <laughs> cut me off. She said, nope, you're not doing that yet. <laughs> it's okay. It's too fresh. It's too fresh. It stays between you two. <laughs> exactly. But, she, but a lot of the things that I didn't realize when I was younger didn't matter. Like for instance, um, having working really long hours to the like you know, um, to mm-hmm. nine to thirty, ten o'clock at night. To me, I didn't realize how much that those you know made a difference in in the overall aspect. So when I went into where you know this transition that I'm even going through in that in that, I realized that that was one thing for me that. That I didn't want mm-hmm. anymore. You know what I mean? I wanted to have normal, normal banker's hours. Yeah. Not allowed to talk about it. That's it. That's it. That's the only tease that I'm really going with. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but. I think that's it's really cool, and you don't have to go into it anymore. But I completely agree. And you know, I'm a I'm a dreamer, and I'm a romantic. So I think I've always had it in my mind uh, that it would just happen naturally and organically, and I think some people wait for that and they find the right thing. And then some people, you know, make their love life happen and that can work in some scenarios. Um, but I really think there's something special about waiting for life to just kind of happen mm-hmm. and that right person coming along. Because I think then all the stuff that you brought up, like dressing to impress and all that, yes, it's still there on that first date, but there's still, there's something easy about it. Like there's something right about it and you just know um, because it happened divinely or, you know, it happened through mutual friends and you have a level of um, comfort in it. So, I mean, that's personally the kind of relationship I'm holding out for like I'd rather wait and be patient and let this person and just kind of come to me and that doesn't mean like they have to find me but <laughs> I'm right here like look a, at me I'm right here <laughs> uh, in Golden Gate Park right now uh, <laughs> San Francisco United States but, yeah <laughs> I think if I can just be me and keep my eyes open and my head up but not taking so much time to try to make it happen and like force it. So many people will be like, Oh, what if I miss it? You're not going to miss it. Like everyone, 
everyone's stories laid out already. Like it's going to happen how it's going to happen. We exactly. just get frustrated because it's not on our time frame. And so, yeah, just be patient to all those other people out there. Exactly. And, um, but I think you should. I think when you come to a relationship and it's a first date and you dress to impress and you try to put out your best self, I, that means a lot. I mean, if you've ever had a date with someone and they show up looking like a bum or, you know, aren't really, like, respectable, then sayonara. Yeah. So. The other point I wanted to make, especially with the, the dressing to impress, is it's funny because um, um, re- the other Rebecca in my life wrote on, on my notes, eventually... You don't care what you look like, <laughs> as as one of those things that that once you once you get comfortable and things like that, you definitely just change to yeah. where you're at and, and things, and then and then eventually you know you um you make that transition to to where you're at. Now I also made some notes on having a crappy job and how and how you feel and how this how I related this to relationships. Um, you know you'll be able to figure out too. Like, because, you know, a lot of the times you do have a crappy job, especially when you're in college or, you know, when you're mm. out of college for two years. All right, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm done. That's, that's yeah. all I'm doing with. But, um, you know, when you really promise, when you really promise, like, A, B, and C, and they barely even deliver mm-hmm. on X, Y, and Z, I, um, you know, you invest all of your time and you barely see any sort of return on that investment of your time yeah. and your money and things like that. Yeah. You know, some of these jobs, especially, you know, if you work in fast food and things like that, it's it's full of drama. Yeah. It's very abusive and things like that. And, you know, they, um, huh. and, you know, they, you kind of feel like they cheated on you, especially with, when you put in mm. all this time, you put in all this effort, and, you know, you see somebody mm. else get a promotion or you see somebody else get, get bumped up mm-hmm. and you don't get that raise or anything like that, you know? Yeah, I'll definitely, I mean, I have a comment on that. I think it's interesting because even in a job you might stay with forever or a career that, um, yeah, you retire with, there's going to be moments where it's tough and you go through hard things. And like the other Rebecca uh, (laughs) said, like, you know, later on, you might not care what each other looks like clothing wise. Like you might not dress to impress. I think that happens in our work life too. Like you get comfortable and accustomed and uh you start to like mold to it and then you know it's easy to become resentful in situations and there's my advice which comes from someone much smarter and experienced in a marriage (laughs) than i am right uh their best their best advice that they gave me is uh they asked you know when's the last time you changed the oil in your car what about you, Timmy? When's the last time you changed the oil in your car? The last time I changed my oil in my car was about two months ago. But the the laughing okay. joke with everyone so, is that my car sucks. And, you know, that that's a different time. But anyway, keep going to what you're talking about. No, Everything's but, breaking but on my car. A lot of people... A lot of people think about the oil in their car and they'll change the oil in their car, but they won't actually take time in a good relationship to do an oil change on that relationship. So they won't take the time, even when things are good, to make sure it continues to grow to be better. Well, how do you do it? So they wait until. How do you do an oil change on your car? Uh, I'm not. I don't know all the technicalities, but you're draining the old oil and you're filling it with... Oh, no, no, no. I meant on the relationship. That's what I meant to say. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I think it would have been funnier if you explained how to do it on a car. <laughs> now, how do you give well, an oil change in a relationship? Was, uh, a mechanic, so oh, I have a little okay. bit of knowledge. But it's, for example, taking time to strengthen your relationship. Are you, you know, I guess my point is a lot of people wait until a relationship is crumbling to fix it instead of trying to make it strong during the relationship. So maybe it's going on a vacation and just spending time you and that person. Maybe it's going to um, like a relationship retreat or seminar to, I don't know, grow and learn from other people. Like too often people go to fix a relationship instead of building it in the moment and giving it those like constant oil changes. So just making sure you have a timeline, maybe three times a year, just like you want to do the oil change on your car three times a year, right. you're taking three times to so, really invest. So what you're really saying is, is basically doing, being proactive. I lost my dog. <laughs> oh, do you need to go get your dog? No, it's okay. okay. I was like, wait, I lost my dog. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have children yet. We're doing it live. <laughs> We're doing it live. We're doing it live. No. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's okay. It, what are your thoughts on that? For me, it's what you're trying to say is that it's really important to be proactive instead of being reactive. Because if in a lot of relationships, you end up doing things because of what happened. You know what I mean? It's like when your car breaks down, you didn't. To use the same analogy, it's because you didn't change the oil when you were supposed to, and now whatever yeah. happens. It, and things like that. So that's basically where you're where you're going with that, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good feedback. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right. Glad so, it was received. So, one of the final points I wanted to make is when it finally comes down to a good job. Now, very similar to what you're saying uh -huh. before. A lot of the times, just like the good girl, it's when you come. It comes out of nowhere. You, just like you said before. Uh -huh. Now, um, this person, she promises on A, B, and C. She's got references. She's got reviews online. She's, you know, other people in the community recommendations. know her. Recommendations? Yeah, recommendations. Well, I mean, that sounds gross. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about girls in that sense. from friends. Yeah, yeah. You think that that, yeah, exactly. But, she's, you know, you do have friends that are like, oh, yeah, she's a really good girl. You know, she's. She's a she's a roo basically, you know. She's a keeper. Yeah, she's, she's a keeper. She's a keeper, and then you know, um, so you're ready to make that long term investment, and you can you can see mm -hmm. a future together, and but maybe maybe they're selling you on the same sort of aspect, but at the end of the day, just like the monster.com app, you can always swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> they have new jobs now where you can just swipe right. I I thought it was funny. I used. Oh it. yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I get the reference. Oh, um, yeah, I think, well, that's the thing, too. I think it can go the opposite way. People can jump into thinking they found the right person, but actually not be in the right place in their life to receive that relationship. Right. Um, super corny, but uh i love freddie prince jr and sarah michelle geller they've been married for like 15 years and they're the cutest couple uh but they just had their anniversary and he like did a video or something just explaining uh why he's had such a strong relationship for 15 years and he's like 
You know, you really had to get to a place where you were both secure with yourself, uh, that you felt secure and successful where you were in life at that moment, that if someone else came around, you know, it wouldn't phase you. You wouldn't be looking for, like, you know, a cuter girl to snatch or to swipe right, like you said. Um, exactly. You were ready to commit and settle with this person. So I sometimes people think they're there, too, and they jump into it. And then, uh, unfortunately, you know, it could lead to a breakup down the line. Who knows? But I think when you can have open communication and kind of share where you're at, um, you know when it's right. And so I think that takes a lot of responsibility on ourselves to make sure we're honest with ourselves and if I'm in the right place to be in a relationship and making sure that person is too. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, it, it totally makes sense because it's like, you know, we, we, we so I definitely didn't feel like I was in the right time or in the right place where 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 I was and you know where I'm where I'm ending and stuff like that, and it just yeah. and it, it's just as far as my career goes because it's it's like you I literally that word comes into play where it's like you didn't I didn't see the long term benefit for what I was really looking to accomplish and stuff like that so mm -hmm. so so um you know at, at least now there's an opportunity to where I can really find that and you know just. Just like I got with, with the rooster, you know what I mean. And she, she actually she sent yeah. me a text. She, she says hello, and she also says, at the end, make sure you comment about Rebecca's video relating to finding the right job and career path. So tell us more about that video that you had put out. Wait, oh, sorry, I don't know if my picture is still there. Sorry if it's gone. Um, can you ask that again? Which video? The video that you made on rosecolorlove.com for everyone that will be checking this out after on your video relating to finding the right job and career path. Oh yeah. Uh, a be your own manager. <laughs> the be your own manager video. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, hmm. On the th I mean, that's something that my mom has honestly, I, we all got those gems that we get from our parents usually, or that parental figure that sticks with us and that's one of them um I've always known and as soon as I got into management I really surrounded myself with people and shared with them like make sure you're always your own manager um because sometimes you know your actual supervisor or your your manager is not going to be able to give you all the attention you need so you need to make sure you take care of you and I think so often we get caught up in everybody else's feelings and how is my decision going to affect them and that's good to think about that and to have that um i guess like compassion and empathy uh and so just a reminder and i think that ties into relationships too of making sure you take care of you i mean i've been in relationships as well where i stayed in them longer than i needed to even though i knew it wasn't right because I, I cared more about their reaction and how it was going to affect them. And so I feel like careers and um, how we manage ourselves and then relationships, I think they really marry each other. There's such comparisons and it was a really good topic to talk about. So that's why we do it, because it's a good topic. Yeah. All right, Rebecca, yeah. I think I took up enough of your time. Thank you so much for talking to us about the correlation between having a job and having a career, 
I'm going to let you get back to your walk. I know that Puffin's probably done and Colleen and th thank your friends. He's for running amok, like <laughs> just running around me. <laughs> oh, sounds good. All right. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks. So that was Rebecca K from rosecoloredlove.com. So um, I had received a request from show favorite Mike the Chef. He texted me and said that he wanted to, uh, to give him a shout. I don't know what it is that he wants to talk about, but I think that he's a good closer. Kid knows how to close, so let's just uh, let's just see what's going on. The fucking chef. <laughs> if this kid doesn't answer, and he freaking just texted me and was like, Oh, yeah, why don't you, uh... This is Mike. Please leave a message. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you Let's hang up or press voice, 1 man. for more options. Hello, Mike! Mike, it's your grandfather, Cletus! And the next time you tell Tim to give you a call, you better answer the phone. Because otherwise, I'm gonna drive all the way out to Springfield. I'm gonna give you a bunch of. Message erased. At the tone. Message erased. Re record your message. Whoa. At the end of your message, press 1. You know what, Mike? Mike! I tried to leave you a voicemail. It wouldn't let me do it, but the show's over. You missed out. So you know what, Mike? Forget you. Forget about it. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Have a good day, everyone. See you next week.